Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. I want to talk to you about growing your dream. What, what, what is it to grow your dream? What is a dream? The dictionary says this, a dream is a cherished hope, ambition, or aspiration. Does anyone in the house have a dream today? I'll ask him, does anybody in the house have a dream today? You you see, if if I were to go to a kindergarten class tomorrow and and interview all the students that were there in, in the classroom and I asked them, Tell me your dream. I bet that every single student there would be, would, would be able to give out their dream, whether it was a dream to say that they want to be a superhero and fly to the moon, or they want to be a police officer, or they want to be a firefighter, a princess, a king, whatever. They would be able to say that because kindergartners believe with their whole heart that those things are all possible. That's why they run around with towels around their neck, acting like they could fly, doing some crazy things. You know, you see kids that just do some crazy things. It's not that they're just acting crazy. They are convinced with inside of their little minds that it's possible. And if, you have a, if you're a parent of a little kid, you could say amen. But if I were to give the microphone to each and every one of you this morning... And ask you, what are your dreams? They wouldn't flow as fluently as it would in the kindergarten class. Because the dreams that have been given to you, the dreams that have come about through you, a lot of us have taken those dreams and we've buried them. We've gotten rid of them. We've walked away from them. We feel like we've outgrown them. Can I tell you something? You never outgrow a dream to be a superhero. It might change at different levels, but you never outgrow a dream to be a superhero. You never outgrow your dreams that God's given to you as a child because that's the place where he planted them at. But a lot of us feel this morning that we've outgrown our dreams or that our dream has an expiration date because I'm so old now that I can't accomplish that dream because they don't let old people accomplish dreams. I want to convince you this morning and remind you that God's given you a dream, not just to tease you, not just to mess with you, but God's given you a dream because he wants to see you live it out no matter what your age is. You see, dreams cause us to live life as if one day they will become a reality. Have you ever had a dream so real that you were convinced the moment you woke up that this thing's going to happen? said in the first service, I remember uh, of some wives having dreams that their, their husband did something really bad, and so they were mad at their husband the whole day, acting like he really did it, but it didn't happen. Why? Because sometimes dreams are so real that they feel like they are reality. The dreams that God's, God has given to us feels like it's so real that you could touch it. You could taste it. You could see it. You could feel it. You could grab it. It's yours. It's the dream that was designed for you. And I want you to understand something. We've all been given a dream, but God has tailored fit a dream specifically for you. You see, I've I've heard, I've never experienced before, but I've heard that when you go into a tailor and he tailors a suit for you, it fits only you perfectly. You might go to men's warehouse and they got suits that might fit, but you know, uh, general people, some people, not all people, you might be a little bigger and go to a different store for your suit. 
But there's a, a point where you could get a suit tailored for you that fits perfectly for you. And although someone might be around the same size, it just doesn't work right for them. It, it just feels a little tight around the shoulders or whatever. God's dream might look like somebody else's dream that you know about, but God's dream for you is tailored fit just for you. He looked at you and he said, this is going to fit you perfectly. It's not for somebody else. It's not for your children to live out. It's for you to live out because your kids got their own dreams. God's given them their own dreams. Amen. But what do you do when the dream seems like it will never become a reality? You see, sometimes dreams turn out to be nightmares. Sometimes the very thing that God has spoken into your life seems like it's too far off or seems like you've messed up a little too much and it's kind of been uh, uh, void in your life because of things and choices that you've made in life. What do you do? How do you handle a dream let down? When this thing would, would grab you, it would hold you, it, it, it would keep your attention. But all of a sudden now, this thing, that, that you can't seem to hold on to it any longer. It's gone. It's, it's far from your mind. I, I want to let you know this morning that it's not gone and it's not far from your mind. God's working something in the process of things in life. It might have taken a little longer for the dream to come about, but nonetheless, the dream will happen. Amen. So how do you handle the disappointment of a dream let down? I want you to check out this video clip. So it began last September. We've been trying for a number of years, and Dr. Hunt finally gave us the news. First of all, you, you couldn't have tried harder or done more. We have explored every medical option at a great cost to you. But there comes a point when you you have to accept I am so sorry. Hold it. There comes a point where you have to accept that maybe the dream isn't going to become reality. I refuse to believe that. I'm sick and tired of people telling me or telling you because of the choices that you've made in life, the color of your skin, the neighborhood you grew up in, that you can't do certain things and that you should just keep your dream a dream because it'll never. I'm tired of people trying to play God in our lives. I'm tired of people, listen, I got enough negative people speaking into my life. Speak a little life into me. Just, if you got to lie a little bit, just lie to me. Tell me, hey, you know what, it seems a little possible. At least convince me of something. Encourage me a little bit. Let's encourage each other. Stop looking at somebody. Oh, you're too old for that. I, I want to play football. You're way past the football age. You can't, you can't do that. Or I want to go back to school. I didn't graduate. I'm 44 years old. and I, yeah, You're too old. You're going to be sitting next to 18-year-olds in the... Listen, if you got a dream, live the dream out and don't let anybody stop you or tell you that you can't. Just live it out. Understand, if everybody be against you, if everyone is against you, you still win. Because if God before me, who? I dare you to. 
stand in my way. Because when a dreamer has caught the dream, and when a dreamer is convinced that the dream will become reality, I dare you to stand in his way. Or I dare you to stand in her way. If, if, if you're going to try and stop them, you're going to get hurt in the process of it because they are so convinced. It wasn't you who convinced them. It wasn't you who said, you know, I believe that this could happen. It was spoken to them by their heavenly father, the creator of heaven and earth, deposited that seed long before they became even existent here on this earth deposited it with inside of their spirits. I dare you. I dare you. You see, I believe that we will stand accountable before God for being dream crushers. It's just a dream. No, you don't understand. It's a purpose given by our creator. I don't care how big the dream seems and how impossible it seems. Is anything too hard? For the Lord. Is there anything impossible for God? Amen. Thank you for believing. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Absolutely not. If He's given you the dream, He didn't give it to you just to tease you, He didn't give it to you just to let you down or to mess with you. God didn't give you the dream so that you could feel, you know, excited, but then let down at the next moment. God gave you a dream because he wants the dream to become a reality. And until the dream becomes reality, understand that it's not fulfilled yet. And if you have unfulfilled dreams in your life, make them become reality. What's that mean? You have to do some work. You see, a lot of us get excited about dreams. Dreams are great. Uh, God gave me a dream that I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this great dancer. But you have no clue how to dance. All the anointing in the world is not going to help you dance. You need some dance lessons. If God's called you to be a doctor, you got to go to school. You got to do your part. Don't get stuck in the dream that God's given to you. Work that sucker until it comes about, until it's tangible in your hands. There's greatness. Greatness inside of you. But I dare you to try and stop a dreamer. I dare you to try and stop a visionary, a person who has vision. I love my pastor. Pastor Dan is a humongous, he, he has crazy vision. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know what happened to you. Short little Mexican Puerto Rican guy. I dare you, dare you to try and tell him he can't. I dare you to. He will work his hardest and make it his life's ambition to prove you wrong. That's just how God's wired the man. If you tell him no, he'll tell you, watch me. Why? Because God's placed a dream inside of him. Nothing can stop him. Nothing could, not even the death of his daughter would have derailed a lot of people. And I look at the man and I stand amazed. How in the heck can you be here still after your daughter passed away? How in the world can you still operate? When uh, uh, we were going to the men's retreat and he was laughing and having a great time. I didn't even know that it was the anniversary of Jesse passing away. I had no clue why. Because he has a dream and he knows that he told his little girl his dream. And he's committed to her as well that he's going to live the dream out. Can't stop a dreamer. Dare you to get in someone's way that has a dream. 
The thing is this, is some of you have folded up the dream. You've tucked it away. You've hid it, gotten rid of it. You see, I remember a little over three years ago, April 1st, April Fool's Day. I remember we walked into the hospital room, me and my wife, and she went to go for an ultrasound. We were going to hear our baby's heartbeat for the first time, but it didn't happen. Found out we had lost the baby. Found out that the child had no heartbeat, and here I am, this man of faith. I told the doctor, said, doctor, I'm a man of faith. I'm going to pray. You're going to see a heartbeat, and I, I did all that I could. Nothing happened. I remember how it took the life out of my wife and myself. I felt like I couldn't even take a breath without my heart feeling like it was going to burst. Just took the life out of us. And I remember my wife making a statement to me. She said, I'm done. I can't go through that pain again. I can't go through that pain again. But she had a dream. See, my wife always wanted a son. I was the one who wanted girls. Now that they're a little older, I'm like, maybe you should have went with her dream. <laughs> if you got girls, you know what I'm talking about. Good Lord Jesus, pray for me. No, really, pray for me. <laughs> she had this dream that she would have this little light-skinned, curly-haired boy, and his name would be Nico. Long before he even existed, and long before I came into her life, and funny how God works things and makes things happen, that she would marry a, a, a guy named Nicholas, which Nico means that, and how she would desire to have a son but never get that and, and feel like the dream was void now because she had lost one and she never wanted to go through that pain again. And the moment we found out we were pregnant again, is the moment that fear gripped our life again because we didn't know if we were going to have to face this again. And so we went through and we heard the heartbeat for the first time and the doctor said, congratulations, you're past a certain point of miscarrying. And a little bit of fear went away, but not a whole lot of it. And the moment that she gave birth to that little boy, she didn't even look at him. She looked at me and she asked, what is it? I said, it's a little boy. She took her son and she embraced her dream that she had from a young lady. Why? Because through hurts and disappointment, Sometimes we feel like we're going to give up on a dream. But when God has a final say-so, God will fulfill every dream and every mission that he's given to you. This morning we had the opportunity to dedicate to God that little boy that he blessed us with. An emotional time, but nonetheless, it was a victory. Don't you go out on a defeat. If the dream hasn't come about yet, don't you quit till it happens. Don't you die a miserable life. You die a fulfilled life. You die, and at the end of the day, when you're laying in the casket, and everybody's coming up, and they're looking at you, and they're viewing your life, I want them to say this of you, and I want them to say this of me. There lies a person who lived life to the fullest. They lived out every single thing. But you know what? That'll never happen if you continue to give up on your God-given dream. It'll never take place. So what do you do with a dead dream? Well, you do, with any other, you do with it what you would do with any other dead thing. You box it up and you bury it. You get rid of it. You just cast it away. It's, it's finished. It's through. You're, you're, you're done with that thing. And a lot of you have taken the notepads that you've written on in life. 
You've written your dreams out in all these journals. You've got stacks and stacks of books. Some of you are great artists and you've got drawings that you just kind of put away in the closet and got dust all over them. You forgot about them, but I want you to know they haven't forgot about you. They're waiting for the dreamer to dream again. What do you do with a dead dream? I want you to watch this next video clip. Honey. We're moving on. give up. Our kid would never give up. You know what else I think? I can't. Our kid would have your good heart. It's even funny, Jim. But our kid would be funny. Not make fun of other people funny or Burp and fart, funny. They're funny, like. Well, funny like Uncle Bob. Funny, like Uncle Bob.
We've had our ceremonies, our gravesite remembrance of our dreams. Boxed them up, put them in the grounds. The headstone reads, here lies a dream that never became reality. And the dreamer is empty now. The dreamer feels like they have no purpose. Because God's given you the dream. And it's not like at different stages in your life does the dream change, it just matures. But if there's no dream to mature, what do you got left? And so you go into just coast mode in life. You're not living out your purpose. You're not living out your God-given desire and dreams. You're just coasting in life and you feel like I'm too old now to get another dream. And so my dream's done with I just got to let go and let the next generation. But it's not finished yet. Laid it to rest. Got your burial plot, called the family together, had your service, shed a few tears, and you walked away and you forgot about it. But I want to let you know you can never forget about a dream. It's not something that you could just walk away from because it's inside your spirit. It's a part of your DNA. It's who you are. It's the makeup of you. And you minus your dream isn't the whole you anymore. When God created you, he created you with dreams inside of you. But through the pressures of life and through the choices of life, we felt like we've killed them off, but we haven't. So we've buried our dream. We put it in the ground and we thought it was done. But I want to let you know this morning, what you thought you buried, you only planted. What you thought you got rid of, you only planted in life. You see, the difference between burying something and planting something, to bury means to cover in order to conceal from sight. You bury dead things. But when you plant something, to plant is to put or set in the ground for growth as a seed. You had this big service, and you thought the dream was done. But what you thought you buried, you only planted. And through the tears that you wept over it, it fertilized and watered the plants. Well, Pastor Nick, how come I'm not not seeing any growth going on right now? Because before the, the seed could sprout through the earth, it first needs to establish the roots And so if it's been a long time since you planted the dream, it just means that your roots have gone real deep, meaning that the the things of life will not knock it over very easy anymore. But pretty soon, you'll see it start to sprout through. You see, the process of burying and planting is the same. You dig a hole, put something in it, then you cover it with earth. The only thing that's different is when you bury something, there's no expectation of growth. 
But when you plant something, there's expectation of growth that happens. You see, the moment Jesus died on the cross, they thought they won. And they took him off the cross, and they put him inside the tomb, and they thought that they buried him. But what they didn't understand is that they didn't bury Jesus, they only planted Jesus, and that he went in, and he came out better than he went in, because he went in without us, and he came out with us. And so this morning, I'm asking you to dig up the box again. Open it up. And pull out the dream of owning the house again. Because it'll happen. Pull out the dream of having children again and having a happy marriage again. Because it'll take place. Pull out the dream again. That you're going to be a world changer. Bondage breaker. Pull out the dream that your life's going to matter again. And dust it off. Because the dream hasn't given up on you. So don't give up on it. What you sowed in tears, you're going to harvest with shouts of joy. So you've taken a few U-turns in life. It's not over. If God wanted the dream dead, he wouldn't have killed the dream. He would have killed you. If God thought the dream was done, he would have killed you. But because you're still living, and because you still have breath inside of your lungs, and because you could hear me right now, means that you still have potential, and that there's still purpose that lies inside of you. And if you're still alive, that means the dream is still alive. Don't give up. It ain't over till he says it's over. Don't walk away and don't feel like your choices in life have voided you from living out your God-given dream. I want you to bow your heads and I want you to close your eyes with me this, this afternoon. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.